0: two pros and a cup of joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we have got boots on the ground coverage from the NFL Draft Combine. We have got rumors surrounding Deshaun Watson. We've also got some stuff on Russell Wilson and Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady, is the speculation real? Could he actually be making a comeback? We've also got the Arizona Cardinals making a statement when it comes to Kyler Murray. We've got another appearance from Live Bet Jesus. we got the Philadelphia Eagles using a strange tactic at the Draft Combine and the latest BQ news. All of it is yours coming up on this Thursday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So apparently we can
0: put to bed a rumor regarding one NFL quarterback. We will get to all that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe Fox sports radio. It's LaVar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox sports radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific right here on Fox. Sports Radio. It tell's
2: happening here. Hello, hello, How we good doing? morning. Good morning. Hi. just the
3: morning, combine, guys. man. It's just uh, everything that's going on in the world of football right now. A lot How of yanking on going? these. How's it going over there? Yeah. It is going. It is going. As per the usual, there's those uh, there's rumors that are going on. There's a Ooh. lot of talk and speculation about some things, about Ooh. even not, not even this class of uh, upcoming rookies, It's, it's always about the veterans, the guys that are in the league. This is where those conversations, those rumors start kind of spreading and circling. So
0: now, have we? Uh, have you seen anybody uh, slightly intoxicated? Any uh, NFL powerhouses? Any names out there in the NFL? They're walking around just getting smoked. Uh, was in there a vibe or?
2: last night in, in
3: Indianapolis? Yeah, come on, Brady. Uh, come on. If there was one, I was not aware of it. Huh. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the the start of this show has taken away my ability to get that sort of inside <laughs> info. So, uh,
0: the, man, yeah. the, the sacrifices you make here, I'm telling yeah. you. This yeah, is- <laughs> I, I,
3: I, I'm here, but I'm not going out like that anymore. Um, it, I mean, in full, full transparency, for those who don't know, the Combine used to be an absolute like madhouse of fun and partying. Um, you, you get staffs who don't even come here anymore. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, the 49ers, uh, the Jets, uh, Robert Sala, he, those guys aren't here. And it's changed a lot over the years, it, and in part because a lot of the testing and things that are going on are, are happening at night. And it's just, you know, at that point in time, there's not really that opportunity for coaches to be able to go out and mingle like they used to. You do still get some of that, but not as much as it used to be back in the day. The, the, the spots that are out there, they're no longer secrets, uh, and, and a lot of these guys, especially with you know camera phones and what goes out there, it's broadcasted. <laughs> they don't want to put themselves out there like that. You know why didn't mm-hmm. why
0: doesn't one of these establishments just tell people like, hey, if you want to get here, uh, you're gonna to have to go ahead and put the phone away. I mean, uh, just leave it in a basket up by the uh, hostess stand, and then let's. Just I, I wish it was out. like
2: that. Yeah, I mean, don't it used they to be great at certain places that you would, you know, patronize.
0: Hell oh, yeah, come on, that's how it works. Yeah, you put your phone away. I mean, I've, you walk heard, the door. I've heard, I've heard,
2: yeah. I've heard that you, you know, that that you know they they monitor phones very closely. You know, your phone Not, goes up, somebody comes tells you your phone needs to go down. You big, know what I mean? Like big-time celebrity I, I, think, I think they should
3: just take your
2: phone. Like, yeah. just take yeah. it. Yeah. it. Like, you shouldn't have access
3: to it. That, that would, be, that would be my... If you really want to turn this thing up, just take the phone altogether. Yeah, together.
0: that's what I'm talking about. Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, somebody who thought they were going to turn up, uh, we thought that D- Deshaun Watson... This has been a rumor that's been going on for well <laughs> over a year now. We could have kept that, turning uh, up going <laughs> with
2: Deshaun Watson, but go ahead. We'll, yeah, we'll, go go, be careful. We'll stay where uh, you're uh, at.
0: Dance yeah, around yeah. this topic. Uh, yeah. But uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, there was this discussion going on for a little while that he was going to be a Miami Dolphin, uh, that, uh, that that Miami is one of the teams that he'd be willing to uh, accept a trade to, that would be a destination of Deshaun's, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. It's been going on a while and apparently that is not the case. Uh, GM Chris Greer uh, made it clear, the GM of the Miami Dolphins, that um, they have shut the door, quote unquote, on Deshaun Watson uh, and they have uh, shown a renowned uh, renewed faith in Tua Tagovailoa apparently with the new hiring of Mike Daniel now there's two separate ways we could take this conversation one of them is the now uh, you know they're going to support Tua Tagovailoa and build around him and all that but we go back to the original which is Deshaun Watson Uh, the Miami Dolphins are now out and it just feels like maybe the market isn't as hot as maybe some people in Deshaun Watson's camp would lead you to believe
3: uh, I, I can tell you this much, and I, as always, there's, there's news, there's rumors, there's things circulating in Indianapolis. One of the first things I heard yesterday when that news came up and talked to a couple guys who, uh, quote-unquote, like insider types, uh, I should say people, too. I don't want to make it specific to, to men. Um, one of the comments was is that there's even more to the, the Sean Watson lawsuits and allegations and everything else. And there are some teams who have be just become, the more they've digged in, scared off. And, and, and even as good of a talent as he is, they're just not sure how this whole thing's going to shake out. Even with um, a settlement, there's a concern that there still could be even more out there. That this has been going on for such a long period of time that maybe there's even more that could come to light at some point. And, and obviously, that's a risk, I think, anytime time um, you know, you, you've got, I guess, something of this magnitude, right? You know, 22 separate lawsuits that are coming out, you know, civil and and criminal uh, allegations going on. That's always the case. But in, in this case, I think it's just funny because you, you talk to people who, again, have talked to a lot of these teams and general managers, and they'll go, yeah, no, there's a big concern there. Like, that there, there's, there's even more that we don't know on the outside. So... That's what's circulating right now. I, I think there could be a market for Deshaun Watson, but the reality is, as we've started to hear once the season ended, even he's opened up to the idea of playing for more teams because I think he's realizing that even as good as he is, there's a lot of teams worried about whatever he's had going on in his
2: past. There's there's a couple different angles that that this makes me feel and think of. First, I'll piggyback off of you, Brady. <laughs> what's already out there should already be enough, (laughs) right? Like that should be, that should already be more than enough. Like as if there needed to be more, it should already be enough. Yeah. 25 is our
0: limit. We'll take no more than 25 lawsuits. Uh, (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) So, so that's first things first is if you're not scared away already, if you're not concerned already, if you're not scared to death, to touch how, touch how radioactive this situation is already public perception of what this is already then you need to be examined that's 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 first and foremost let's start there then the second angle i came to was now it goes to the conversation of are, was was miami always supportive of the, of of tua and I know we've had this conversation as to the the kind of the power struggle, the back and forth between Flores and the organization as to how to go about doing things with Tua, and 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 to me, this says that Miami was always supportive of of Tua Valoa. and and that they're they're just reaffirming. The fact that they've always supported him—that was not their—that was not their doing to create that type of confusion, outwardly and publicly, embarrassing, basically degrading in a lot of ways, professionally. What Tua Tonga Voloa represented, you know, as the quarterback of that team. Here's the third one. If there is one place that you could rehab your your brand, your name, your you you have the possibility. You think?
3: No, no, I just thought it was <laughs> true. Not Vegas. Oh, I was
2: about to say, man, it might get worse in Vegas. <laughs> you well, did I think this wrong? I, I, mean, I, mean, I was thinking hey. rock bottom as soon yeah. as you can, then you come back up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're right <laughs> in Vegas right? Wednesday so, afternoon, but get that's you. not. Hold on, that's not <laughs> Vegas though. Listen to what I'm telling you guys now. What was Lovey Smith's quote about Deshaun Watson? What do you say something to the effect of time heals all? Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, wow. You think H-Town, huh? He might be sitting there playing the long game with Deshaun Watson like, "Hey Deshaun, like I'm closing the I'm I'm not closing the door on you, but I'm closing the door on you," meaning we're moving along without you. Yeah. But if in the if in the event That things do not work out for you the way that you possibly think that they are. Time is going to tell what's going to happen with you, Deshaun. I'm not kissing your ass. I'm not chasing you around. I'm not telling the public what Deshaun Watson is and Deshaun this and Deshaun that. Nope. Time heals all. His only play in the end might be the team that holds the contract that he has. And that might be his only opportunity. And depending on if it is possible for a team, for a team period to move on with, with Deshaun Watson, you would have to assume Because you can't lose sight of the fact that any of these teams that are out there that may be in the thought process of getting Deshaun Watson, how is that going to be perceived as to what you have to give up to get him to your team knowing what you just started off with, Brady? What else could be out there? This is already bad enough. Uh, but what else could be out there? I don't, Those are the three things I say.
0: Look, I, I do, And we talked about it when uh, the odds came out and Houston was listed as like one of the top six or seven teams. It was like, oh, that, do, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, something like that. And, and – mm. I think Houston has washed their hands on the whole thing. And, and if anybody knows as much about what's going on behind the scenes with this whole situation uh, as anybody yeah. else in the H-Town. league, it would be Houston. And I, think, I think they're done with it. I, I, don't, I think they have scrapped it. I think uh, the general manager, Nick Casario, came out and said, um, you know, yeah, we've, uh, we pretty much uh, are going to be moving on at this point. I, it just feels like he's done too much damage, and there's probably stuff behind the scenes that we don't even know about that they're aware of.
2: You have, you've never broken up with somebody and, and oh, said, we go. we're done. Don't, like, don't t- I don't want to be with it's you It's always make up hey, the well, breakups. Is, yeah, well, we well, well, I mean, so, sometimes you got to play. Sometimes you got to make them feel like they don't matter as much.
0: Well, that was before $2 Whoa. Bud Light night. All right, I'm not
2: going to be a I kid, mean, I'm you know. just saying. Yeah, everybody's been there. It, it happens.
3: But Here's the only thing I'll burn. say. It would take some changing into Sean Watson's mind. I, I keep harkening back to he said he didn't want to play for them first. Before all this came out, and my understanding is that there were some comments that Cal McNair made that frustrated him, upset him. And he was the one that took the stance and said, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. And then all this came out. And then they were like, "Well, maybe we don't want
2: you to play for us either."
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. and maybe, like that's that, that's how this all worked out. So
2: that is how it worked out. Because a lot I, of people still, thought that that Houston created this problem at first.
3: Yeah, and that was one of those conspiracy theories, yeah. right? Where, and then we're yeah. like, "Wait a second, um, why would you want to create that?" So now the guy's not even a tradable asset. Like, think about that for a second. Mm. And anyway, uh, not going to go down that conspiracy no, no, theory. No, yeah, yeah, no
2: need. No need.
3: My understanding is the. What's, what's circulating is that um, it's along the same lines of, of what he's being sued for now and what he's allegedly being charged with now. Oh. That is my understanding of what there could be more of, like that this has been going on for a long, long period of time.
0: Okay, so. one of the things that I have not heard anybody say anywhere else except for you, and I'm surprised this hasn't gotten more traction, is that this wasn't the biggest secret in the world in Houston, right, that the guy had a little bit of no. an issue? No.
3: I mean, I had a, a player who played there that said to me, uh, yeah, we knew this was going on for a while. So, and th- that's, th- so if if they know, then, I mean, look, you got drafted to Houston, Okay. He played at Clemson. I mean, you'd have to think that this goes back even further, and there might be a pattern or a history of this, especially with as many women as it has been. And, that, and that's what I think concerns you as a team. Like, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you're David Tepper, and you want to go all in on getting him, and you bring him in, then the next thing you know, you've got someone who goes back to his college days. And, and look, this is complete speculation. I don't want it to sound reckless, but that is at least what's being circulated here in Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. Dabo Sweeney's been pretty quiet about the whole thing now. You notice that? He hasn't. Uh, yeah, Dabo
2: is mean, very bullish. What are bullish you going to say? Well, I mean, he's been if very. If you're Dabo Sweeney, what are you what are you going to say? Well, I mean, he's... if you're if you're Deshaun Watson's high school coach, what are you going to say? Well, if I'll you have a daughter, right if you have a daughter, if you have a niece, if you have a mom, if you have an aunt, if you, if you have a woman of of importance and relevance in your life, what exactly are you going to say? It's just the whole thing. is. It's so a heart. That's a heart. His actions, whether whether and, and I'm not going to pass judgment because I, I, I believe in due process, but the actions that have led to being in this Position this circumstance. Something, regardless of the the mag uh, the the how far how much of it, there is something that happened. I, I I don't think that anyone would say like this is a situation where Deshaun Watson has done absolutely nothing wrong, absolutely nothing at all. I just don't. This is It. it we live in a day and age where if you dismiss the the severity of what this topic matter you know is is related to if you miss on this it is a hard place to, to recover. It's, it's a hard it's a hard one to recover from. You do not want to miss on this one.
0: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here at Fox Sports Radio. We'll have more on the Deshaun Watson situation. A lot of uh, other factors to this whole thing uh, that are coming out now. So we'll get into that here. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, it's so coming up next. Uh, an organization in the NFL might have made a bold statement directed at their starting quarterback. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros
0: and a cup of Joe, tuticle. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Base Quinn, tuticle. Jonas Knox with Base you here tuticle. on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, later on this hour, uh, we've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. Some uh, some strange tactics being employed at the uh, or deployed rather at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. So we'll have that discussion here uh, with the guys on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, and you need Indeed. Because is Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. So the uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, I don't know if this is a direct statement at Kyler Murray, but they have uh, decided, you know what? We are such big fans of the work of Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach and GM Steve Keim. They're each getting contract extensions. So those guys apparently are going to be there for the foreseeable future, which is uh, you know, uh, coming on the heels of uh, Kyler Murray and his agent and sort of uh, the breakdown, which wh- everything they said was was factual uh, in the statement released by Eric Burkhart, the agent. But uh, the Arizona Cardinals have determined, uh, yes, yeah, Steve Kime's going to be here. So is Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, now we wait to see if Kyler Murray gets a deal done.
3: I found it interesting, the timing of all of it. I think that's what strikes me as kind of odd. I mean, was this in the works for a while? Uh, was it accelerated by uh, Kyler Murray's uh, statement from his agent, Eric Burkhart, which, you know, obviously is coming from Kyler Murray. Uh, in some people's minds, they think it's coming from Kyler Murray's dad. <laughs> um, and, I mean, that's which, – which, which by the way, that was known in college that his dad was a uh, a force kind of behind him. And he's not wrong. Kyler Murray is a tremendous talent, in my opinion. I'm, I'm more on the side of everything that was said by Eric Burkhart was true. Now, one, you know, everyone's going to pick you know, little parts of, of what he said, for example, improving rapidly. Uh, and there's people who are like, well, obviously he's not improving rapidly. Otherwise, they'd be coming to him with a contract extension. Well, they should want come to tr- come to him with a contract extension. You know Andrew Brandt, who worked in the front office of the Green Bay Packers, used to tell stories about his time with Brett Favre, and they never wanted Brett Favre to get close to free agency because that's when things get difficult for a team when they start talking. Well, he could just play throughout the next you know year or two, and and then you know he hits free agency, and we'll, we'll see how much you want him then. Like they would always play that card. And and I know they've got control of Kyler Murray for a fourth year of rookie deal, a fifth year option, as well as, you know, subsequent franchise tags. But you don't have to go that route. I mean, if you're sold on Cliff Kingsbury, I think you should be sold on Kyler Murray. Amen. And, and that's what bothers me about this is. It, people want to make up and act like what Kyler Murray's doing is, is being greedy or you know, reading between the lines and saying well you know, this team stinks without him or when they lose it's not him but they win it is him Like I, I'm not going to be the type of person who reads in between the lines of what his agent had said the, the reality is you can look at the stats you can look at the tape you can look at their progress and you can say every year he's gotten better every year the team's gotten better this whole entire thing's moving in the right direction. If you extend Kime and you extend Kingsbury, why wouldn't you look to extend Kyler Murray and get him under a long-term contract so you don't have to worry about him and you can continue to build out around him? Because I, I think, and by the way, one of the things we, we, we tend to only look at is passing stats. He's the type of guy that's going to rush for 500 or more yards a year. And he's going to rush for five or more touchdowns a year, too. You have to calculate that in to what his value is. You can't just look at the passing numbers and go, well, that's all he brings to the table. Because he brings so much more than that to the table, in my opinion. So I kind of hate how how this whole thing's gone. And granted, you know, Kyler Marina's agent have brought upon themselves. But, I mean, here's the reality is we're having the conversation. We're having the conversation about it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be.
2: I wonder if everything or if some of what Larry – Larry uh, Fitzgerald Sr. said, if it's true, again, it kind of goes to your your point. If he's spoiled and pampered, why wouldn't they continue to spoil and pamper him? You know, it it, it seems to me there's no reason to look at this and say, okay, why should should we even think that there is the possibility of, one, that they don't want to sign Kyler Murray? Two that he needs to do more in order to get signed. Three, would you trade him away? <laughs> I mean, if if what if what Fitz Senior is saying is true, then that kind of that that defeats the the narrative. That's kind of you know would would build up in terms of. Not appeasing him, not giving him what it is that he wants, not not trying to keep him happy, not keeping him motivated. Again, I think the biggest the biggest thing he needs to do, speaking of Kyler Murray, and I said this yesterday on Undisputed, he needs to go to he needs to go to his teammates. He needs to go to to the coaches the coaching staff he needs to go to heck if it's front office guys you know the gm the the owner and he needs to just have a face to face talk with the people that matter the most in that organization and 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 make sure that that all of these you know speculations he's he's not that much of a leader he's he's kind of weird or whatever whatever it may be that's coming out Just have a conversation. Because one thing I'll tell you about Aaron Rodgers, a lot of the things that are being said about Kyler Murray have been said about Aaron Rodgers. But you want to know what Aaron Rodgers has done brilliantly? Is made sure that he's communicated with the people that matter the most to him. And so when you see him, you know, being cryptic and talking about certain things, he includes his teammates. He includes the people that matter the most to him. And that's very strategic in nature. Kyler Murray has to be more strategic in how he handles things. I don't even give a damn if it's if if it's disingenuous or not in nature. Outside of the fact that he is handling what his business is for what his public persona represents, because you don't want to just allow a na- a narrative to continue to grow and spread that could potentially be detrimental not only to your reputation but could be detrimental to you getting that paycheck that you're also seeking. So I think that that's what he would need to do is talk to the people that matter the most and get on the same page with them and keep it moving because this does signify the the deal getting done with Kingsbury and Kime does signify that there is a buy in and a belief that they're going in the right direction because I thought that this might be a, a an idea of Kingsbury and 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 Kyler Murray only are getting so much more time you only get next year before we have to make a very, very strong decision as to what it is that we want to do. This now dispels that and now puts totally the spotlight on Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals as to how is this going to play out? Do you allow this to become a thing if you're Arizona? that's going to be a very, very big question that Arizona has to answer. I
0: mean, if you're looking to place blame on anybody for why this offseason started out awkward, put oh, it on yeah. Michael Bidwell.
2: Yeah. I'm, no, I mean – Get uh-huh. him.
0: No, it's it just like – What him. was – you're not Jerry Jones, dude. Like, Jerry Jones wow. has built-in equity to where he can go on two radio shows a week, criticize the wide receiver group, make, you know, a, a hint and flirt around with the idea of Dan Quinn being the head coach while he's already got a head coach, talking about, you know, potentially Sean Payton etc. He does this all year long. Michael Bidwell thought he would come out and just be really aggressive and talk about his criticism, how unhappy he was with the fact that two uh, division rivals were playing in the conference championship game, so on and so forth. And we said it at the time when the first comments, because he made several afterwards at different times, we said it at the time on this show... Wait, are, are you not happy with where you are? Like, like, do you not understand where you were three years ago? You were in an awful situation. You had a one and done head coach and a one and done top ten quarterback. You traded up for. You've improved every year, and now you're airing everybody out. This feels like it's Michael Bidwell who's trying to overcorrect whatever he tried to pull in the media earlier in the offseason, and that's why he starts handing out contracts. And now you got Kyler Murray and them being pissed off and going public with their with their contract negotiations and taking this approach. I put it hundred percent on bidwell 100 it,
3: it seems counterintuitive right he was so frustrated so upset and then you now see him extending as general manager and head coach and obviously the quarterback wants to be but but again i mean the quarterback wants to be in an effort to lower his cap hit now here's the only problem with that is next year he doesn't have a high cap hit it's his fifth year and if there's any reservations about, you know, Kyler, you know, you get a year to see what he can do. It if he builds off what he did and is in year three and then you can extend him. But again, that, that price tag is going to go up. Like, that's the thing you always have to remember is if Baker Mayfield proves it, if Lamar Jackson signs a deal, all these guys who have deals coming up as they continue to sign deals that price tag's only going to go up. It's not going to go down. The NFL is healthy right now. The salary cap continues to go up in a healthy fashion. And there's more cap space. The quarterback uh, usually takes up somewhere in between 18 to 20%, 22% in some cases, of your salary cap space. That's just the reality. Is That's how much he's going to take up. And, and the rest of your star players are going to, are going to equate to about 50% of that salary cap, and then the rest is for everyone else. That That's usually how it's built when you've got a guy you feel like is a franchise quarterback.
0: It's so funny how people still can't come to grasp with the idea of – Listen, you may not think he's a great quarterback. This is what he's going to make. Like,
3: well, it's people on, can't man. come to the grasp with the fact that hey, how much is gas right now? Out in L.A.? six <laughs> do bucks do a want? gallon? Yeah, like what it's, do you
1: want? It's expensive. And, and, it's what, ridiculous,
3: dude. Milk <laughs> and, and anything else. And, and here's, do you remember and Lavar, And I'll ask you this because because I remember back in was it had two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Do You remember when gas prices spiked then, yeah. and they were hovering somewhere? It that that literally. That
2: single-handedly killed. Remember those H2s? Those, yeah, the Hummers. Hummers went away. <laughs> they went away. H1, H1s and H2s <laughs> went away. They went away.
3: And they went away because the gas price spiked. People didn't want to pay for it anymore. They were getting like I 11 or 12 them. miles per gallon. <laughs> yep. It was a dope car, by the way. It was. It
2: sticks. You had one of those? Yeah, with, with a turbocharger on it. <laughs> how, yeah. much, how much did that cost you to fill up? Oh, I don't remember, bro. It was over $100, though. <laughs> oh, it's like 150 bucks.
3: But, yeah, it so 100. 100.
2: Here's the truth of it is, uh...
3: and this is what's happening, by the way. This isn't even just like me like, you know, spouting off about gas price or something. Like You go and read the news. I think it was Goldman Sachs who I read. and They said, yeah, we actually uh, made some projections for 2022 and, and the inflation, and we, we were wrong. It's going to be even higher than we thought. Because all you people out there who continue to keep buying things as they get more and more and more expensive, they're like, these are ingrained habits now. Like consumers now are accustomed to things being more expensive and they're willing to buy it. They just keep buying these different brands that keep raising the prices instead of buying a generic brand or not buying that item and and using something else. They're just like, yeah, things are gonna keep going up until brands realize that, oh, we can't charge that price anymore for our good or service. Like, that's the reality of where we're at. So, it, the, the people need to come to grips with it because we exercise it in our daily life. And it may not seem like a, a bunch of money, but I remember when Five Guys Burgers were like eight bucks. Yeah. Now they're like 15, 16
0: bucks. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, expensive. Oh, it's
2: high. Jesus, fifteen dollars for a five burger? Guys. It's still good and burger. it's so good. It's still a good burger. I love five. So guys. good, God, I love Five Guys. It's number one to me. I mean, that's sounded of weird. Yeah, I mean, Five you. Guys did burgers. Did you guys get that?
0: Yeah. Thank you. I think there was enough room on the it. back end. All right, if we could turn that over quickly, on, I'd appreciate it. Uh that, that's about Five great. Guys burgers yeah. here? <laughs> that's phenomenal. Uh, that'll live for the next
2: decade at Foxwoods. No, no. I did not say that there. I did not say Nothing. Yeah, good job, Levar. Because we we you know no because we were in. On it together, like I'm actually connected to this this horrible Sheesh. thing you just Heesh. did to us. You, being five guys is that what you're saying, LeVar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I absolutely love it. I said, yeah, number one. It, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. The the uh, the, the direction that Jonas took us in, least, in that uh, moment.
0: Yeah, you know? at least it wasn't number two. I felt
2: very guilty and, and 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 what his play of words was, and and I just was silent because Day. I was just wondering to myself, like, wow, that really did. Um, <laughs> Happened just now. <laughs>
0: That's uh, that is just amazing. Uh, this is see th- you probably, people probably tuned in thinking, "Hey man, we came here for sports talk radio, hard hitting NFL stuff." About? Five guys, uh, and then like, we've got. Isn't uh, that a <laughs> don't they yeah, call that yeah. a?
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that fall under the category? God, of, I love um, Five Guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Their French, French fries, side, man, did, I'll, I'll slap somebody uh, over them French fries, uh, bro. Uh, hold on a second. It's good, can, man. can we Can we hear yeah.
0: this again? The the quote of the century from Brady Quinn. Let's hear it. God, I love Five Guys. God. <laughs> 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 it That's so bad. All right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Radio. It
2: might be the drop of the
0: century. <laughs> we we have it got might be uh, some interesting uh, combine tactics everyone. being used by a team in the league. Uh, we will get to that. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, my guy, not five guys, my guy, Eddie Garcia. Oh my gosh! How,
4: how can you guys, guys play that? And then now, well, let's go over to Eddie and uh, have let him, let him add, add a six. Come on, Eddie. Jeez. Let's add
2: a six guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Brady sounded so hungry too when he said that.
3: Uh, <laughs> and I had chicken and ribs last night. I am I am very oh, sad. Sad. <laughs> very <laughs> happy.
4: So uh, uh, truth be known, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy Five Guys as well. Alright, yeah. NBA games of note, we had the defending champion Bucks. <laughs> you you it. We had the defending champion Bucks taking on the top team in the East, the Heat. Milwaukee down 14 with 6 to play and they come back for the 120-119 victory. Drew Holiday with the game-winning shot in the final seconds. Giannis Attentacupo 28 points and 17 rebounds in the win. 76ers are 3-0 with James Harden in the lineup. He had 26 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists as the Sixers beat the Knicks 123-108. to Joel Embiid 27 points and 12 rebounds. The Suns did not have Chris Paul, and Devin Booker was out in COVID protocol. They still easily topped the Trailblazers 120-90. to Phoenix is the first team in the NBA to hit the 50-win mark. They're now 50-12. and Overtime wins for the Jazz and the Pacers. Jazz beat the Rockets 132-127. Pacers over the Magic 122-114. College basketball, Number 5, Auburn needed overtime to beat Mississippi State on the road 81-68. Tigers outscored the Bulldogs 20-7 in the overtime to clinch at least a share of the SEC regular season title. Creighton knocked off number 18 UConn 84-82. It was Texas A&M beating number 25 Alabama on the road 87-71. And number 14 Arkansas gets by LSU 77-76. Coming up tonight at the NBA, we've got the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Golden State Warriors. And that's our Discover card key matchup brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Now back to the hungry Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Thank YouTube. you, Eddie. I am not
3: hungry, Eddie. <laughs> sounded, by the way. Sounded hungry. Hey, Roberto, doesn't Eddie like Five Guys, too? Yeah, he does. He's trying yeah. to deflect oh, yeah. now. <laughs> trying to deflect.
0: And <laughs> we got it. I all was waiting for five get, guys. Oh we got it. Yeah. I think we got something from uh well, Eddie's got other stuff in the system where it's you know,
4: we've all, we've all got something. Yeah, we, we do. Oh, we fire back, it, yeah. Eddie. Lavar, you got anything in the system,
2: Lavar? Oh, I'm sure he does. There's nothing on me in there. <laughs> nothing.
0: I, there's nothing on me in the system for sure. Yeah, there's oh, nothing. That's on not me. True. Yeah, nothing about um, not true. you know bets or anything like that. Nothing about Tony Romo. Nothing about contracts being handed out. Nothing. I, I said so
2: beautiful how you try to direct. By the way, if Tony Romo gets ten million dollars a year,
0: up. I'm getting a sex change. <laughs> I can't even can't even believe that I thought
4: that was it's a good so idea. big I don't think you could really kinda get your mouth
3: around it. I mean <laughs> no. you know what I'm saying? Whoa. Oh my Whoa. god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. What did this happen? Oh, Lord. Whoa. <laughs> Eddie
4: G. It was, it, was a, uh, it, it was a hamburger at the Arizona Cardinals game <laughs> they were selling, like some monster burger. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, man. Or, or something else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, yeah, who knows? Oh, man. Uh, Roberto has all the bodies. He knows where they're all buried. And uh, he just hits a button, and there oh, they go.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, Eddie G. Um,
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Darn. Radio, uh, there's an interesting That's tactic being used at the NFL Combine by one team. We'll get into it right here on FSO. Oh, is it
1: a burger? <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
0: two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio LeVar Arrington Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR coming up top of next hour a little over 10 minutes from now there is more speculation about a major move in the NFL that could possibly take place we will get into the very latest on that here on FSR Uh, are going to get into another edition of in case you missed it here coming up in just a moment want to let you know we're brought to you by Discover real credit card questions require real people someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you that's why Discover offers Helpful US based representatives available 24 7. Discover exceptionally common
1: sense. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed
0: it. And for that we turn it over to our executive producer the great Lee.
3: Why doesn't Brady ever do it? Yeah, I know. Come on, man. What what do you mean Roberto? Yeah, I know. You co-signing.
0: Come on, man. It's not my thing, man. my thing. Yeah, but if it was your thing, what would it sound like? I don't know.
3: Okay. You got that fart sound, Roberto? Can you play that?
0: No, he doesn't have that. He's got that on call.
3: <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah. There you go. How about okay, that? Good. Hey, One how about next time? Every time the guys do it, Lad. just play that for me. Okay. Very good. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do we got, Lee? You guys, the Eagles are known for making uh, prospects engage in some odd games at the at the combine. Last year, they did rock paper scissors. Yeah. This year, North Carolina quarterback Sam Howell revealed that they had him shoot some uh, some basketballs through a mini hoop. But he only went two for five, so he's not sure how high he is on their board. Okay fair here's a, a real question here you remember the mini hoops back when we were kids they yeah. would be the really foam ball and they would suction cup onto the glass uh, yeah you remember that okay those were difficult all right if there was a little bit of a breeze if the ac was on in the room i don't i don't know if it's if it's hot in some of those rooms in indianapolis that would make one of those shots much more difficult so the fact that he went 40 percent, i don't think is the worst thing in the world i i, I draft him first round quarterback competition
3: <laughs> just because of that. I, I saw Sam last night. Talked to him for a minute. Um, you know, he, but the thing is, if you have big hands and he doesn't have small hands, um, that ball could feel small in your hand. Now, Jonas has small hands, so Thank it's you. a little different. Easy. But I'm you saying. You
2: are getting all of the sound drops it, today. It, just, it's unbelievable. I'm
3: just you saying, are. when you have when you have big hands, like, it's going to be hard to be able to shoot.
0: I don't know I mean. I mean I, I, look when at Shaq. He wrapped those, those big old hands. Shaq
3: tried to, Shaq tried to shoot a free throw. He struggled because his hands were so big. But, like, yeah, maybe Sam's hands are really big, <laughs> and he's just got a hard time shooting
0: it. It's just like, I can't, I don't even know why I'm getting you attacked. He wrapped
2: those big old strong
3: hands. I mean, all I said that. was, uh, just, you know, Jonas liked it because he had small hands. What do you think
1: I am, a T Rex?
0: <laughs> I don't
3: get it. You know? That's I mean, small arms, not small
0: hands. Well, uh, well T Rexes have big hands all of a sudden. Do we have a dinosaur have expert on the show? Can we somebody look up a picture of a T Rex? What is I he, just Andre saw, the Giant? Don't have hands.
3: I think they like reclassified T Rex recently or something. They have talons, don't they? Like claws or yeah, but
0: yeah, those aren't yeah. hands. I mean, they're like parrots. <sighs> Uh, What (laughs) else we got, Lee? (laughs) You guys, Cooper Cup revealed that he's been receiving texts from a random number for years, not knowing who exactly it was, so he hasn't been responding. He finally got one that was a picture of him and Peyton Manning back from the Manning Passing Academy, and it finally clicked to him that he's been
1: ghosting Peyton Manning for years now.
0: I mean, yeah, you know what? Do you guys ever get, like, a, a text from a, a number that's not in your phone, and it kind of adds a little bit? It's like the the good old days when there was no caller ID. The phone would ring, and it was a roll of the dice who was on the other end. Like, don't yeah. you get, like, isn't it It, was, it, was it wasn't like a, a roll of the
2: dice. Yeah. It was a roll of the dice of which bill collector it was. <laughs>
0: you you knew
2: what it was when you didn't know. Like, first of all, when there was no caller ID, it was like, man, if you didn't tell somebody to call you, you know what I mean? Like call me, call me at four o'clock or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if it's not, if, if you ain't expecting that call, you ain't answering that call. That's, at least that's how it was in my house. Like uh-huh. that joint go. You know how my parents they did call screening by having you know the old school. Some people won't remember this, but the old school uh, voicemail. So you could you could hear somebody leaving the voicemail and then you pick it up, pick it up yeah. and turn off the, the voicemail. <laughs> Yeah, that that's how move. we we did use caller ID back yeah. in the day. It's yeah. real on those streets. People don't. Get I mean, that, I, I think right. it's
3: good for paid man to be humbled like that. You know, I'm I just mean,
2: saying, <laughs> yeah, but hey. if, if, if,
0: if multiple times if he's reached out, don't you think at some point they would go, well, you know, maybe hey, uh, it's this Payton. is some,
2: yeah, well, why yeah, not say, hey, it's Peyton? Yeah, exactly.
0: Maybe he didn't uh, reply because he thought his show on ESPN was so awful that uh, you know why would he want to reply to a guy who hosts an awful show like that? <laughs>